You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. And tonight we're going to take a break from the horror films to discuss the long-awaited sequel to Blade Runner, Denis Villeneuve's Blade Runner 2049. You have no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme Being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Ah, yes! I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit? Or your money? You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! God is dead! The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. The mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian Elkins. With me tonight, Mr. Wahid Al-Khalazmi. Hello. And Mr. Jared Callen. Really looking forward to talking about Blades of Glory, guys. <laughs> Blades of Glory? Yeah, and then what we're here shake to talk about? Yeah, Shake and Bay, baby. Dude, I, oh my gosh, you guys have definitely seen that more than I have. Oh man, I love that film. Save me, Tom Cruise. Save me, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, no, that's... Uh, no, that's Tal- that's Tal- 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 Yeah, I'm talking about the one about, uh, you know, the uh, ice skating. Yeah, with uh, with that uh, Napoleon oh, Dynamite, Napoleon Dynamite yeah, 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 Derek, uh, oh, John Heater, John Heater, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I Blade. I'm sorry. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, we, we've we've talked about Blade Runner, the first one on the podcast before. Uh, Jared, you were not on that episode. I was not. So, uh, I was going to get your thoughts, sir. What do you, what do you think of the first Blade Runner? Uh, I think it's uh, it's it's really uh, it's way ahead of its time, especially visually uh, with, with all the. Uh, special effects and what I will say is that uh, this new one really held true to that I, I, I know I'm kind of holding back but anyways it was a really great movie um, especially when you go back and, and watch it after watching the new one kind of like opens up some things which I, I realized something on my previous watch of Blade Runner alright yeah so, so you're, you're a fan you... I'm, I'm a total fan and, and I think it's really cool that there are so many versions of it out that they're like different points of view it's kind of one of those it became one of those like culty films because of the different versions and you know, and like, oh, oh, which because like, I was telling my my partner, uh, my business partner Spencer, uh, I was like, I'm gonna go home and watch uh, Blade, Blade Runner. He's like, oh, wh- which which version? Which version are you gonna watch? <laughs> yeah, that's that's always the question you get. Like, you watching Blade Runner? Oh yeah, okay. What you, you watching? The director's cut, the theatrical cut, VO, non VO. What's going on here? The assembly, the first it was like the final assembly yeah, or whatever. The final cut, man. <laughs> uh, were you, were you guys excited about this new one? Well, I mean, I was fucking hell yeah. I mean, because you know, sometimes people are not excited about like remakes. You go back, you're doing a sequel. No, people are like you're, you know you're ruining my childhood. Yeah. You get that argument. Fuck all those guys, man. What are you talking about? Like, no, dude. It's like you know, it's been thirty years. Like, I you know I wanted another Blade Runner. Like, and it's got like freaking Harrison Ford and it's got Ryan Gosling and you know Robin Wright. Right. Oh, dude. And I'm she like, was dude. Great. I know. And hot as hell. Holy <laughs> shit, man. Jenny's always hot. 
but yeah, man, like, you know, it's like, of course I was excited for it, you know, just like, I want to see more of that universe, man. One is not enough for me. And we're in a cool, we're in a cool time right now where uh, the people who grew up as fans of films are able to actually make the films now. Yeah. So it's, it's actually, they're actually staying true to it. That's why we're getting really great uh, reboots slash remakes. Uh, is because they're actually fans, and it's fans making making the movies that they grew up wanting to make. You know, yeah. so that's you know, we're we're living in a neat time for that. Well, I mean, I, I think that like always exists. But we're getting like the movies that we grew up with. We're getting those filmmakers right to remake uh, like our childhood. Right. Films. Yeah, and and it kind of makes yeah. you like jealous and envious because you're like, fuck, they're kind of like around our age and they're making these badass oh, films, I'm and we're so like, sick damn of, like, it, we're doing the fucking podcast about it. I go to Wikipedia <laughs> and I, I look at like my age, and I was like, oh, so and so did this by the time they were this age. Fuck, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up I over do here. Same here, man. <laughs> Shit. Damn. This is a, like a weird mix of like creative talent. Like Denny Valu is fairly new, but you have like Roger Deakins, man. Yeah, man, he's established a, badass. Yeah, my Round only forever. qualm with him on this is that he shot it in fucking one eight five one instead of two three five one. It's so uh, this movie needed to be like what, what's no, it's two three five one. Yeah, no, it was two three five one. I could have swore that it was only sixteen. It was a uh, one eight five. Yeah, yeah, no man, aspect ratio is uh, two, two three nine. Two three nine. nine. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. So it was all right. My bad. Yeah, no, you're think you're probably thinking of the IMAX. The IMAX they opened up to like uh, one nine. Okay. Or one eight five, whatever. I don't know why why we're getting away from two three five to two two forty. Yeah. I don't right. know so why it, we need to add that point. For some reason, like, when we saw it on the large, it, it felt like it was it was like it wasn't like wide. Oh man, would you see it two D? Yeah, two D. Uh, yeah, I didn't see. It. Was there a three D version of this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow, yeah. cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I did see the three D. It's. I'm, I'm, not, right yeah, about, I'm, I'm not watching fucking 3D. No, this is like a flat <laughs> image for me. I want to watch it that way. It's a beautiful, right. like, every frame is like a, a, a paint stroke of, like, genius. You know, I'm not going to, like, oh, it was gorgeous. with 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, the spinners yeah. were cool in 3D, though. I'll say that. Flying cars in 3D, always good. Well, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> like, can they not give us that one shot in 3D while we're watching it in 2D? And then, like, ah, oh, the future is not here yet. Maybe in 2049 we'll have that technology. 3D without glasses. Pun intended. Yeah. There you go. What the fuck were we talking about? We're talking about aspect we're talking ratio. About aspect oh, yeah, we were talking yeah. about I just could have swore, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So the one, the screen we saw it in was uh, at Paradiso. Uh, it was it was pretty wide, man. We, we okay. saw frame to frame, end to end. I did get to see this in an IMAX. A yeah, laser. Fuck you. IMAX. First time ever seeing one. What's what's laser IMAX? Uh, it's, it's a digital IMAX. It's 4K projectors. Um, man, it looks nice. That's awesome. Dude, it looks really, really nice. It looks just like, well, I wouldn't say just like, but as close as I've ever seen um, a 4K digitally projected image come into like a 70 millimeter film. That's uh, awesome. But no, none of the, no scratches, no dirt, nothing. Perfect. No banding, no stair stepping on the uh, text even. Really? Yeah. I was impressed, man. Really impressed. Been watching movies wrong my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous as hell, man. He, he watched that in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Homeboy's a fanatic. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if he actually arranged the whole Chicago thing to happen so he can just see it. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 sure. My wife had a conference. Yeah, we'll believe that. No, but it, 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 it was it was good screening, man. Um, I think Deacons came out and said you should watch it in 2D. I, think I thought you were his... about to say he was at the screening. I was about to oh, lose my, my God, shit. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I would have lost my mind. But the movie didn't open very well this weekend. Or, well, it's oh, opening yeah. weekend. Yeah. Well, actually, on, on our opening uh, screening uh, that, that that Thursday, there were a lot of empty seats. I was very disappointed, yeah. and they only had one screening. What? It, look, it's a fanboy film, right? It, it's it, it's a smart sci-fi. So you know, not it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't have like you know a larger fan base of everyone anticipating that. 
You know, I mean, like, look, it, it, it won't be Blade Runner if it had a huge, giant opening, to be honest with you. That's almost right. like what the franchise is about. It's a beautiful, gorgeous, uh, you know, like, smart, thought-out, visually film with some plot holes in the, <laughs> you know, uh, in the film. Uh, and it's not going to make all its money back, but it's going to be revered by everyone. Like, it's just, that's, like, what makes Blade Runner Blade Runner. By the end of its run, past DVD and all that, they yeah. should they should hit their mark. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe they spent 150 though on it. Like a Blade Runner, is it ever was it ever going to make that much money? No, and you know, I, I think they were like the they knew that. I think they just wanted to kind of like put a legacy piece out for once, you know? Like, right. I kind of like props to the fucking studio for finally like you know like I feel like the only reason it was made because Mad Max Fury Road made a shit ton of money. And yeah, but that's like a nonstop fucking action. And come on, like no well, one I'm was not- gonna pop, pop 150 behind this film. Going, this is gonna be nonstop action. It's Blade Runner. I mean, it's it's more about the atmosphere of of that future rather than like the action of the future. Right. Yeah. I, I but I think it gave the studio maybe like a inflated sense of what the film was gonna do. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Because I mean, we were expecting like. 50 million opening weekend, I think was the expectations or projections. Yeah, their projections. Like, <laughs> I know, man. I'm like, dude, why would, who, who did, whoever did those projections should be fired. Like, <laughs> what did it hit on opening? Uh, I, know, like I have to look up something. something. 30, like 30 or something. 32.7 million. Man, I, you would expect more with, especially with, with the cast and everything. Yeah, yeah with Ford. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'll tell you what, though, uh, th- this will destroy some markets in, in Europe and in, in Asia because, like, there are some big fanboys over there. Yeah, and again, it it's open up there. Yeah, yeah it, 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 is, it is made for smart audience. I'm sorry. I'm not saying America is not that smart. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, at least where we live right now, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if the, on opening night half of the theater was empty, you know? It's, right. not, it's not that kind of crowd. Well, it's very Asian. Uh, it's very Asian-styled, especially the original Blade Runner. And, you know, yeah, I know, right? Toward that side, kind of feels like crazy future Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you right. know, we, we, in the last podcast, we talked about how, like, when they were making it, there was all this, like, speculation that Jap- Japanese economy is going to overtake American economy. Right. And so they're like, well, I guess in the future, we're going to have all these Japanese characters everywhere. And then in this one, what fucking, like, blew my mind, and I loved to shit, was, like, Atari. The big Atari oh, it was amazing. sign, man. I'm like, holy shit, this is so good. Pan Am. I, I, that was, uh, it was a couple dude, of shots. Dude, they had the Soviet ballerinas. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. Who yeah. was up with the uh, the Soviet Union representation in this? All right. So, so I I have not been able to find anything online for that yet. All Were right? they just like, going with like world powers at the time? I, yeah. Yeah. I I think I think they're kind of like you know they they're sticking to the 1982 universe. You know, um, of like oh, they're okay. definitely doing that. Yeah. Right. And and then so like you know maybe the USSR did not collapse. So like. Funny story, one of the person that saw it with us, um, she's Russian. And, uh, you know, I was kind of like blowing her mind that it was all these like Russian things in there. And then she was like, you know, she, she told us about like some of the K uh, when he when he's. Yeah, in, Ryan when, Gosling. When, yeah, with Ryan Gosling's character, when he's in his uh, car, you know, going back to the station, uh, one of the like uh, radio comes on and it's right. like it's in Russian. It just says like this is the LAPD department. Come back home, like come back to base kind of thing. It's just like it's insane, man. Look, even replicants get their orders from the Russians, <laughs> yeah, dude. Apparently, man, and you know what? It could, it could be, it could be a little take on our political thing right now. I mean, it could be just the writers did that, but I don't know. I highly doubt it. I think they're just sticking to the 
1982 universe of what we knew as 1982 in 2049. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the difference between Chinese and Japanese symbols, but it, it did have like a you know a China, Russia. Well, apparently US most, most of the, the production city. designers back in 1982 didn't either because half the characters <laughs> were Chinese and Japanese, and some of them didn't even make sense. So you know, hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. Well, I I, I guess uh, b- before we hit the trailer and start going into spoilers, uh, what what did, what did you guys think of Blade Runner um, twenty forty nine? Oh, I <clears throat> I thought it was incredibly uh, beautiful. For some reason, I, I felt that the story was a little like simple. Like uh, it, I can it, see that. It, like I uh, kind of was uh, expecting a little more because for the hype or whatever. But I think it it really held true, especially in the score and tone uh, of the original. It, it just like Ryan Gosling knocked it out of the park. And uh, they, they they lead you they lead you really you know they, they make you think one thing's gonna happen and then it twists and goes another way uh, and uh, yeah when we, when we start getting the spoilers on I like to talk about that a little more but anyways I, I liked it a lot I thought it was uh, gorgeous and definitely it's worth watching twice yeah I I, I agree with you um, it is it's definitely like it sticks to the original which is it's all about the atmosphere of the f- universe that the Blade Runner whole thing is set up in uh, it is gorgeous as fuck it's like one of the most beautifully shot films I've ever seen like. Roger Deakins better fucking get an Oscar from this one because if he doesn't, man, there's some asshole in there that's like, you know, we hate this guy. We're going to keep it away from him. Uh, Who did you piss off, Deakins? There's no I know, way anybody man. could hate him, dude. It's so, it's so amazing. Dude, I know, man. It's just, it's fucking incredible. I mean, like, I mean, but like, seriously. Like, He's ma- so good. They, like, they secretly hate him. They're like, oh, yeah. damn bastard making things too beautiful. Like, look at the monitor. They're like, Fucking asshole. <laughs> I know, I know, exactly, right? Uh, he did that in 10 minutes. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't like using his monitors. What? Uh, maybe that's why they hate him, because he's an actual DP. He's you know? walking around with the light yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we go. yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're good, right? You ready to shoot? Have, have you, have you, he's like, whoa, whoa, you haven't even looked at it. I'm, I'm good, let's do it. Let's roll. Let's do it. <laughs> we don't got all day, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's dude, everything is giant in it. Like, you know, it just, uh, it, it, like, what I mean by that is, like, the, the scale of the production design, the scale of the cinematography, the, the music. Man, the acting, John Batista's uh, like one of like my favorite role in this whole fucking film. Like, was John Batista? Man, I know Dave Batista. Dave Batista, sorry. Wait, wait, who was he in that? Uh, he was in the, the beginning. The beginning. He was the farmer that like he was oh, in there for like oh, four dude. and a half, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. loved, loved. I don't know why I said John Batista. Man, I, I was only I'm only on my first beer. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, like Dave, <laughs> Dave Batista. Um, Such a great scene, dude. I know, yeah. man. Like that, With the that, bubbling pot and all that goes. Dude, it sets it, atmosphere it, it, so it is, well. Exa- see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's atmosphere. It is. Yeah. It's about the nuance and and the director Denise. I can't pronounce his last Denis name. Denis Velu. Denis Velu. Oh, Denis Velu. He sounds so French, Brian. Like when you like learn that. Man, I was I was practicing that in the uh, mirror it, right it, before it, I was like, it, 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 roll it out, roll it out. <laughs> but yeah, man, no, I, I I genuinely loved it. I think it's definitely worth the money. Uh, and I can't believe that a studio actually put in 150 million dollars behind it. And I'm so happy that they did. You know, for a while there, I was kind of like fucking getting sick of seeing all this. Like, you know, it's just fucking reboots and reboots and reboots. Yep. And like, this is a worthy, like, worthwhile reboot. And they put in the right talent behind it. And it's, I think it paid off. It hasn't paid off financially yet, but you know, yeah. legacy wise. 30 years from now, there's going to be three young fuckers like us doing a <laughs> podcast about it. <laughs> no, that, that I agree with. Yeah, you know, I'll take your compliments, guys, and I'll, I'll raise them one more. I think I like the story, maybe not the look, but the story I enjoy more in this film than I do in the first Blade Runner. Retrospectively, kind of makes me dislike Blade Runner a little bit 
more. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's still it's still a great movie, right. but it does point out a lot of the flaws of Blade Runner in the in the story and yeah. in the pacing. And I think Denis Villeneuve is a better director than Ridley Scott. No, he in just had more of, money, bro. In terms of building a scene <laughs> and working with his actors, but no, I I see that's that's why I say the movie doesn't or it meets expectations is the look. Yeah, I think it it fits the Blade Runner universe. Like yeah. the look is where I, where I expect it to be, but the story in this film is not what I was expecting for a Blade Runner film at all. Like, right. no, it's a heartfelt story, man. It's Dude. yeah, it's very human. Yeah, yeah, but the original Blade Runner was the same way, except like fucking Ridley Scott no, was too busy changing no, the dude. columns out, and he didn't have enough money to like <laughs> fucking focus on like you know working with the actors because he was fucking worried about the columns. Now you know this director didn't have to worry about it because he had 150 fucking million dollars. Right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's also it, it's the time and also uh, being a fanboy of it, mm-hmm. being able to develop a more like in-depth story uh, built in the world around what we already know. So there's a, there's a difference in creating something from, from nothing and, and coming up with these concepts and ideas than taking someone else's ideas and yeah. expounding and making it better. You can always re- revise something and make it better, but you know there is still true genius in coming up with it and, and setting up the world just yeah. to begin with, especially with limitations. And I think that they rein oh, this one in, especially with the... Because if you look at how crazy the world was in Blade Runner... I think that if you look at it, that's more of a streamlined kind of like reining that in to make it a little more plausible with the timeline and everything. Yeah. Is that, you see what I mean? It didn't feel as chaotic. No, no, I agree with you. Yeah, because was... they opened it up, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, they went outside of the city. Like the first Blade Runner is always in the streets. Yeah. Right. Always down in LA. And this one, you do get to see a little like bit more of the universe. Farmland. Yeah, yeah. Like right outside of it. Crazy oceans and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just look at the trailer and you're but like, but oh, I look I'll, at all these visual styles. I love the, the, like, sorry, I know we're going to get into it later, but like, the, my favorite part was like, was it San Diego is now like the trash area <laughs> for all of Los Angeles? <laughs> you know, someone fucking wrote that on beaches. Purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, beautiful San Diego. Yeah. Here you go. Take our trash. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious, man. It's just so funny. We got the flying Wally over here dropping yeah. it off. Yeah. Oh my god! But no, I mean, I I do understand what you guys are saying. Like, it is it is easier to you know take something and once something's already been made and look at the flaws in it and and be able to fix those flaws. But I don't I don't know if those flaws were as as prevalent to me and as noticeable in the first Blade Runner. Now now having rewatched the sequel, right? You know, mostly in the relationship department in the first movie. With like Harrison Ford and Rachel's interaction, maybe it wasn't um, as developed as it could. Yeah, been. yeah, he kind of rapes her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to agree with you on that. Though. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of weird. And then he's like, and then a couple scenes later, he's like, "Do you love me?" And she's like, "Yeah, I love you." What is going on here? What kind it's, of relationship? It's, it's, you it's the same thing when you rewatch Rocky and you and his relationship with her, like how he kind of forces himself. You know, he's like, "You're gonna go out with me," and like, and, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like yeah, it, you it, do that so well, do it one more time. You're, you're go out with me. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> yo, yo, young Harvey Weinstein, calm down over there. <laughs> oh man, that's too soon to make that man, joke. Especially, dude. it's a podcast with three dudes fucking commenting. We should not uh, touch that ground at all. And also, we're also trying to make it in this industry. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Let's just so wait let's, just a little just bit. Just wait a little. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> no, no, no. I, th- I, th- I think we can make fun of and condemn Harvey Weinstein. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, any day. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's no. fucking done. Yeah, oh, no, dude, yeah. there's their shit popping up I, everywhere. I he's hope over. many more. Oh, dude, as well as he should be. Like, fuck him. Like, that's a power abuse man like, dude ugh. i'll tell you man like back in my days of, of having to work out in la quite a bit and doing all that stuff i had to do with fox i've, I've seen some sh- not within fox you know, just put that in there i don't want to be liable for anything but right um dude I've, I've seen some shit and i've i've you know 
kind of gotten in trouble for like saying shit about that man it's weird like it's actually and to be honest with you um i used to think it's a lot of them like the old guys just did that right but then my my most recent last two trips man fucking young guys our age are doing the same shit and it's like dude what the fuck man hey man that's that's how you learn right you learn from your elders if fucking the guy's supposed to be training you and you you look up to is doing some fucking shade ass shit like that of course you're gonna fucking end up doing it it's fucking weird and actually you know what it's what's crazy uh, with with this film it 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 does have a pretty good actually uh uh, like feminist pull compared to the first one where where harrison ford's character you know decker was like basically trying to rape her you know um so or did rape her everything's so layered like i can watch a scene one way and then you go back and you watch it again you're like Oh, wow, I didn't even think about this because we're going to have to go into spoilers here. <laughs> Dude, I know, I know. Are we going to take a break, get some more beers, and, and come back? Yeah. Well, uh, this is the trailer for Blade Runner 2049. Every civilization was built off the back of a disposable workforce. But I can only make so many. Shh. Happy birthday. There is an order to things. That's what we do here. We keep order. The world is built on a wall that separates kind. Tell either side there's no wall. You bought a war. job once. I was good at it. I know. What do you want? I want to ask you some questions. The key to the future is finally unearthed. Bring it to me. They know you're here. I always told you, you're special. Your story isn't over yet. There's still a page left. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Blade Runner 2049. Man, what's up? What's up with the title here? I don't know, dude. I I love it. I mean, you know, I I it's better than like Blade Runner two. Well, it does have a two at the very beginning of the of the of the number, so yeah. it is Blade Runner t- two, kind of four nine. <laughs> Blade Runner two thousand forty nine. Two point oh four nine. You know, in in twenty forty nine, this yeah. is when the story happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I, I was expecting like Blade Runner, and now that we have secrets revealed, or I don't know, you know, like Blade Runner colon. Yeah, no, you see, I, I much prefer twenty forty nine, and actually, especially now with we have Homeboy in office, but that future does not look too far off. <laughs> San Diego is gonna be the trash fucking can of Las Vegas. I mean, Los Angeles. Well, wait, wait, the the first one's uh, what two thousand nineteen. 
Uh, uh, yeah, ish. Yeah. Yeah. Is that when it is? Okay. Yeah, because right. you know, I can remember like the replicants were born in 2014, 2015. I was like, what? Baby steps, man. We're we're gonna get there. Uh, okay, so we are definitely in spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the movie and you're still listening beyond this point, shame on you. Or or just put put pause, go watch two and a half hours of the film, and then yeah. come back and listen to it. Yeah, 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 okay. Look look at you being that's the optimistic better way of saying Yeah, that. we, we kinda wanna retain our like, you know, uh, uh viewership here, like our audience. Well, what a, what a shame you, you people. listened up to that point on the way to the theater. Yeah, exactly. And then when you get out of the theater, you hit play and then you listen on the way home and you yeah. got the whole thing. There you go. Yeah. All right. So guys, uh we were talking about the story. Let's let's go let's go into the story here, uh, of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Cause they did a good job of keeping uh, the whole plot really out of the marketing material. Right. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was fucking shocked. Yeah, you know Harrison Ford was going to be in it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but but it was like, okay, cool. That's like, uh, you know, an incentive for me to want to go see it. Right. But, yeah, like, they did not tell you any of that. I just thought it was, was going to be like an action buddy thing, you know, like Ryan Gosling and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Harrison Ford going around kicking going somebody. Around, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had, it's I had, Hollywood homicide with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. Uh, oh, that's Ryan Gosling's like razzling him up exactly, and like Harrison yeah. Ford goes up and asks him some questions. Yeah. So I got some questions to ask you. Uh-huh. And then at the very end of the film, he finds out it's directed by Shane Black. You're like, what? What's going on? Uh, We've but just no. been trolled. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, uh, I'm fucking props to the marketing department. Dude, and the trailer looks badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, of course it looks badass it. because yeah. of, like, you know, Roger Deakins' work and all the production designers and the costume designers and all that stuff. Like, the way they cut it. You yeah, know, yeah. It just, like, dude, it gives you, like, goosebumps, you know? It's very badass. I love, I love a, a fucking really sexy trailer. And yeah. this one is, like, you, you can watch this one multiple times because of how much shit that they've got going on in every single yeah. frame. It's eye candy. Even, dude, just, even the trailer. I know. I know. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, well, I, w- I don't know, man. I was just really shocked that they took this story into a, a new direction with a new character. Because you're with uh, Ryan Gosling plays K. Yeah. Really, like, he's he's going through and solving the mystery. And as the film unfolds, uh, or unfolds, you learn that Deckard and Rachel from the first movie had right. a child. Yeah. Right. And we have the first replicant baby. It's fucking fantastic. Well, you, you want to you set it up a little bit better than this but, to the audience? Well, like, I, well, I, I kind of want to get into the question of, like, okay, in the first movie, Deckard, is he a replicant? Is he not? He's definitely a fucking replicant. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Dude, I, would, see, I would say that depends one, on the fuck cut. Fuck yeah, bro. No. <laughs> I would say that depends on what cut you watch. The only cut that matters is the fucking Ridley Scott. See, I watched uh, the director's cut, cut more the than anything. The director's cut, man. Yeah. The final cut, bro. Oh, see, guys, I, I grew up on, on the theatrical cut. I don't okay? give a shit. So how does that one end? Re- refresh my memory, because like the, I said, I haven't it, seen all these versions. It, it, it ends, it ends very, it's the same way. It has like a happier ending when it they just like go off into the sunset together. Yeah. the train. But the unicorn dream is cut out, um, and Deckard's eyes don't glow. In the theatrical cut, so well, well, the, there is no Deckard is an android. That question did we'll, not exist. We'll check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll prove it to you here. Okay. Well, of course, we already know. Okay. So in the in the first in the first film, uh, um, what's the guy's name? Um, Gaff. Gaff. Gaff gives him a a, a origami unicorn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's to symbolize that he's he's special. Yeah. Right? It, that he's the one. And in this one, Gaff gives the guy a sheep. It's not special. See the whole time he's thinking he's the one, he's special. But he told him right off the back by, by giving him the the little sheep origami that he's not the one. So they already basically told you right there uh, before you knew anything. Yeah, but then if you didn't catch it, like I didn't catch it, until right. I just said it right now. 
you're like following with the storyline, and then when you find out what happened to Ryan Gosling, you're like, oh fuck, what? Right. It's like the total reverse of the original. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because the and, whole and movie, Ryan Gosling yeah. does think he's it, a, and it kind of tells you with the with the, the origami, yeah. which, which alludes to the unicorn dream. It yeah, does, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, yeah. if if you watch if you watch the final cut, but, 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 the, if, but if the unicorn w- still exists as origami in the in the, in the and, other and, one. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. That that, that thing is still cut, there. The origami still in there. Yeah, but that but if you don't have the unicorn dream, then the origami unicorn at Bro, the end of the look, look, theatrical we, we, Blade we can, Runner. We can settle all of this. All right, it just, sh- it just go, shows that the theme was there from the, from go, the beginning. Go to Screen Junkies. All right, those guys. Those guys. No, that's all right. I'll stay off the sexual predator website. And what Screen Junkies? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No stuffs come out about him too buddy oh yes yeah really oh yeah the screen, guys that do honest trailers screen yeah screen junkies ceo uh ain't it cool news uh birth death movies All the weinstein CEOs? company yeah and amazon yeah I, that's I, that's five that i'm just listing off the top of my head right week. now i think these guys just feel like they get power and they can just do whatever the fuck they want that is so fucking weird it's crazy man. Are you fucking kidding I'm, me? I didn't want to bring it up, but you you mentioned screen junkies. I was like, oh no, no, no. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? God damn it! Not like, oh, it's my like my favorite fucking YouTube channel. Like, <laughs> wow. Oh, dude, no, f- yeah, this is like tip of the iceberg, bro. The, the, what a the industry is going to change here. Cunt, man. Are For you the better. Serious? Hopefully. Yeah, no, I hope so too. Get the fuck out of here. Let's, let's hope. <laughs> All right, you just fucking blew my mind. All right, back to the film. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck! All right. So so anyway, so <laughs> another thing that I thought was really interesting in this film is they they talk about how. Um, he comes. He has like this this uh, little like wooden horse, right? Yeah. And he takes it to his friend oh, yeah, and shows it, this guy and shows it to him. And he's like, "Oh my god, you, that's wood. That's real wood. So wood, wood's <laughs> kind of like, rich. You're rich, yeah. Get your real horse. Yeah. It's, it's, but <laughs> did you notice that uh, Jared Leto's entire world is wood? Wood. Yeah. The walls, the little everything, 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 rich. everything in his world is wood. So wood is completely like uh, is, a, is a commodity, it's and you like can't gold. find it. Yeah. Like everything in his thing is wood. Yeah. It was really Maybe it's amazing. not wood. Maybe it's like synthetic wood. No, it was wood. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I see where, where what Brian is saying could yeah. be synthetic wood, but, hey, look, look, but it's look, got to be synthetic something because they do a good job of like saying like everything is manufactured. Yeah, and like even the beginning, uh, Kroll, like Jared Leto's character Wallace, got yeah, power right. for like. Uh, Inventing uh, some kind of new way to make food. Yes, and like Dave Batista's character is like making those. He's like farming protein. Yeah, but he's 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 a protein farmer. Yeah, 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 it was really bizarre. Well, no, I mean it makes sense because like in the original one, they were saying like you know how the the Earth is basically dying and everything is like leaving to the different colonies, and then this this you know Gerald Leto's character, the the Wallace dude, invented a way. To where he can like just grow genetically like food or whatever it is, and he can feed the entire world and the universe. And then he bought out everything from the old company, you know, right. all the all the intellectual property it, and all that. But stuff, it's just weird because like, he says he's in that scene. He says he's boiling garlic. Garlic's a plant. Where did he grow that? Uh, you know what I mean? He had he had those uh, he had those like greenhouses out there. Yeah, yeah, and that's where he was farming the 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 protein, the, protein, right, yeah. the worms, the, the worms. Yeah. So where did he grow the plant? I don't know. Fucking good question. I don't know. It's fucking Blade Runner. Some of those questions you don't ask. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, hmm, there's a Star Trek like uh, synthesizer, like, you know, uh, food synthesizer <laughs> yeah. over in the corner, and they go, garlic. <laughs> so so it, it's one of those, I don't know. It's just, anyway. Well, we, we, we should we should just, like, give a, a better better overview, basically, of the plot really quick, since we are in spoiler. Like, let's just get it out of the way and then talk about the specifics we like. You know, I, I you know I, I think that'd be like... Well, I, I, I did... Br- well, I was bringing up the whole... Is is Harrison Ford an android or is he not? Because in this film, he has a child with Rachel. All right? right. So if he's human and he has a child with an android, yeah. that's a lot different than two replicants. Yeah. 
that brings on the Antichrist. But, but no, that's not what we're talking about. But that's why Wallace. <laughs> that, okay, that's what the whole film is about. Basically, like Ryan Gosling's character K, right, is just like any other Blade Runner, and right. like from the other ones where he's hunting. No, he's not like any other. Well, it starts out as that. No, they tell you right in the beginning that he's a replicant. He's a replicant. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. He's a replicant. That, so he, so that, this is like, yeah, we're not doing the whole Deckard thing again. Yeah, yeah. He's he's fully a replicant. He's aware he's a replicant. He has to take these tests that, like, after he goes on his missions that confirm he's a replicant. Robin right. Wright is his lieutenant. Uh, I think Joy or no, no, not Joy. What, what what's her character's name in the film? Oh, uh, uh, Robin White. Yeah, I don't know. Robin she's Wright. she's the she's the angry police chief. Yeah, but she's but she's like badass in the film. Anyway, so like you know, basically the whole thing is. Ryan Goslin starts out, he's a replicant, he goes and he has this fight with Dave, you know, Dave Batista, and then um, later on, basically, you find out that Jared Leto's character had bought out the old company with all the intellectual properties, they fix all the issues with the replicants, they can't feel emotions, they can't do any of that stuff, so that way they don't right. like, need the, you know, the, the reason to live further and create chaos, there was a war, apparently, you know, a replicant war, uh, that like you know, for like ten days, it kind of blacked out the whole area, and then they they when they well, restart. that's not in this film. That's actually in the in the three short films if you watch separately, because in this film it just says that they're they had some problems with them and they got rid of them. No, I thought the the clerk when he was walking uh Ryan Gosling down, he's like you know that's why we keep everything like you know that's like when paper came in handy because all the records got wiped clean during the right. war. No, yeah, no yeah. he says during the blackout. The you don't blackout. know what causes the blackout, the blackout yeah. in the movie. Oh, I thought it was like a replicant war. Well, right. if you watch the there's three short films that they made. One with Jared Leto like explaining why he's making these replicants. One with Dave Bautista's character going into hiding, and the third one's like a little animated made thing where it shows like the replicants. Causing the blackout. Wow. Okay. I wish I'd have seen that. And it. Oh, yeah. I guess I should have sent those over. I was yeah, a terrible. Yeah, damn, I wish. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and they and they show that that's like the whole reason that they caused the blackout was so that the old replicants and Nexus sixes can hide. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Okay. Okay. So I can see that. Yeah. I guess it's not really important to this film, but well, it's the Nexus six and Nexus eight, right? The, those two models are like you know they were being yes. purged, like purged to like shit. Basically. And they didn't say what Ryan Gosling. They didn't say what like if he's a new model. There, or what. Well, no, but yeah, there is no Nexus anymore, right? So all of that got retired. That's why they're like they don't have names anymore. They're just it's like you know K. His serial and number. It's a serial yeah. number. You know, it's it's like so dehumanized. He lives alone. Obviously, he's got a digital girlfriend, which is like an upgrade of Siri. Um, Who's super fucking hot. Fucking super hot. Oh, my God. Her name is Joy. Yeah. Um, And basically, through a sequence of events that we'll get to talk about here in a little bit, he discovers there's a box at this farm that he was at 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 the beginning of the film, and when they exhume the box, they find like you know the this bone, these bones, and Rachel's it's, bones. It's Rachel's bones from the original film. Right. Uh, Robin Wright says like, dude, if we don't find out who that was, and you know, because like she had C, like C section, right? And from right. the bones, they just they they like determined that 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 body had C section and they had a baby or whatever. Ryan Gosling goes in to try to find out where the baby is, so war does not start. No, it goes out to kill the baby. Yeah. Kill the baby, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Or the, the, I guess. Find the baby and kill it or whatever it is, right? It's the yeah. adult, because they're adult at this point. Yeah, and then, you know, Ryan Gosling basically, like, starts believing he's actually human, not a replicant, which is crazy. So they put all these rules in to, like, where the replicants don't believe they're human, and he right. still st- goes back to now it's a story that he made up in his own mind. Well, wait, he wouldn't be facts. human. He would just be a born replicant. A bo- right. Sorry, a born replicant. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, like, he's free. Like, he was not manufactured. That's how he starts believing well, it, you they're, know? They're setting up that the, the, uh, all of their memories come 
come from, you know, they don't actually don't have any personal memories. Yeah. But he realizes that, holy shit, these, these feel like they're, you know, he, he starts believing his, his personal memories. Yeah. With, because, and with the wooden because, horse. Because, yeah, because he has tangible proof. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. got that fucking wooden horse. So when he goes to like the little, you know, child labor mill or whatever it is. <laughs> that was a basically crazy where he, Yeah, I know, man. When he was like, he was born, he like finds the thing in there. He's like, oh, like his face. When he saw the date on the tree first yeah. from the farm, when he when he came back to investigate it, right after they found the box, and like you know he he wiped the dust and he saw the date there, and he's like, "Shit, that's when I was born." Basically, like that date had relevance, but right, it, you don't know it at the time. Though. Yeah, you don't know it yeah. at the time. But then the the horse that he hit as a kid from you know like the bullies had that the numbers at the bottom of it. Um, same date, yeah. So yeah, so the, basically the whole film is you're try you're figuring out like you know Ryan Gosling starts believing he is the one, he is that child of like the first replicant, like he's a freeborn. Let's call it that, a freeborn, right? right? And then dude, it fucks you up when you find out it's not him. And anyways, that's basically the plot of the film, and and the reason. Uh, Jared Leto's character is interested in the kid as well is because he uh, can't manufacture replicants fast enough to meet demand. So the best way for him is to be able to have replicants mate and have healthy, quote unquote, replicant babies that he can right. export to the rest of the world. Man, I don't know. I, I think he's going Bond villain here, man, at the end, because <laughs> he, he, goes, he has got this really weird, powerful speech where he's like, you know... He's like, uh, we we've only conquered nine worlds. Children can count to fucking nine. Yeah, you know we should <laughs> we should be at the doors of heaven. No, no, no. I'm with you on that, but he needs he can't produce them fast enough. Yes. He needs some. He needs them to start reproducing on their own. So and he's it, like a god syndrome. He has a god syndrome in this film. Yeah, and he does it because he he comes out and he says like, we can't make slaves, you know, fast enough. Exactly. And, yeah. So that's the whole thing. The whole thing is it's now a chase between Jared Leto and and his Wallace company. And his henchman, basically, or woman, and uh, Ryan Gosling having all these like inner torments, believing he's now the you know the the son of basically the the first replicant, the first freeborn, and then finding you know Harrison Ford's character and all that stuff. So basically, that's what the whole film is about. It's it's about who gets to the actual child first. Yeah. Which man, I thought it was fucking awesome, man. I loved it. Like I loved that the fact that it's so clever, cleverly written that way. You know. And they, they they left it open at the end because uh, it, it they left it open at the end and now uh, we could actually have another one because uh, now that uh, the, everyone will know who who the kid is yeah yeah you know? and then now they got now they have the protector I know and now there's like a replicant revolution too because there's the scene with the lady no with she's the one still eye. hiding at the end though. Yeah. Well, but you don't I'm see. Just, I mean, like, but you don't know yeah. what Harrison Ford's gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the lady that helped Ryan Gosling halfway through, like, when she basically set him straight, saying, you know, like the the, the woman that helped raise the child. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The the lady with the one eye that she took out of the eye so she doesn't get scanned. Yeah, my best. That 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 lady. Basically, like, she's there for five minutes. You see her earlier when she sends the two prostitutes over to him, and then you see her with like the entire like everyone underground coming in, or, like all the other replicants that are following her. Right. And like, dude, you're like, fuck, man. There's gonna be a replicant war. I mean, literally, she says there's a war coming. I totally, yeah. I was expecting that to and explode. That's, me too. But I, I yeah. think that's gonna be a sequel. So like, they set it up. Pretty I hope well it's for not a sequel, future. man. I, you know, really, I, I, I don't know, man. Badass, I think man. it'd be badass. I, w- I would love that. <laughs> that you want this Terminator right to here. me, man? You know? Yeah. I mean, who are you gonna but root not, for? But, but, are you gonna root for robots to kill a bunch of humans? 
Actually, yeah, yeah. Considering the fucking humans were I know nowadays, yeah, I would fucking have a replicant any day. Yeah, and you know, they're not robots; they're replicants, bro. It's two different things. They actually had real bones and all that. Even yeah, though they had bro. serial numbers on the bones. Yeah, man. For some oh, reason, okay. your the, bones bi- can grow, they're but bio- still have a serial They're bioengineered. I got you. Yeah, yeah, bioengineered humans. Isn't you know, that weird? Take though? out all the assholeness out of them. I don't know. It's just weird. But the serial number in the bone? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, like as they age, you know, it's still, it's still there. Well, they, you know, that's something that kind of. Bo- uh, well, I guess it didn't bother me because I guess they made these androids different. But you know, in the in the first film, when Pris gets di- uh, shot, you see like little electronic circuit boards in her blood. Yeah. And well, these like, are model. Th- those were Nexus models. These, well, no, even in the first movie, like they show you making the eyes. Yeah. You know, and it's like they're obviously growing eyeballs. Right. So why do they have? I don't know. It's just something, again, it's something that this movie made me think about something from the first movie and you go, hmm, okay, why does she have circuit boards in her? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, bro. Before, I didn't question it at all. Yeah, I'm not going to question anything <laughs> that happened 30 years ago in a film done for like $25 million or whatever budget Well, you was. have to remember, though, so. why, you're, you're talking like that's low budget. That was yeah. a huge budget back then. Though. I, yeah, yeah, that's totally. true. You, you have to remember that. Yeah, you're but, talking but, but, like but, but Ridley Scott didn't have money. But bro, he went but, but, over I, budget I know. out the ass. We talked left, about it. Go exactly. listen to the old podcast we did. Yeah. <laughs> so this, Blade Runner is in no, no way, shape, yeah. or form a low budget indie movie. The first one was an indie film. It was it was know. indie in the sense that it was not produced by a studio. studio yes, but not in that's a, the definition of indie. But anyways, so and then the, the money. I would say the definition's changed a little. Now. Well, yeah, whatever the fuck. But yeah, <laughs> you know, like whatever, you know. And that was like 1980s money. So it's not like 1920 money. All right, it's not like when we bought Alaska. You know, for like seven million dollars, I don't it's know, like man. A billion dollars nowadays, or fifteen billion dollars nowadays. You know what? Adjusted for inflation, the first Blade Runner still has made more money than the sequel. It up. <laughs> well, how much was the budget yeah. of the first Blade Runner? It was like twenty-two or something. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's, uh, I thought it was closer to thirty, but yeah. yeah let's let, okay, let's call it thirty. Even when we adjust that to inflation, it's like a sixty million dollar budget, not one hundred and fifty. Come on, no, man. I bet you that's closer to ninety adjusted for inflation. If not, uh, almost hundred million. Whatever. I uh, hey. man, dude, hey, I'm man, it. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing oh it right yeah, now. he's doing it. I do. You, you look at uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark; it made like two hundred million. But you look at adjusted for inflation; it's like way over like six hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes up quick. But mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I like the story here better. I like the questions. I like all the ambiguity. I like the robots hating other robots, like the hardware versus software. Okay, so Joy is a hologram. Yeah, can we please talk about Joy? Let's, let's yes, let's and, all talk about Joy really dude, quick. I have heard some people say that they wanted the K Joy relationship cut out of this movie. It was an eighty million dollar movie back then, basically to, uh, in today's money. See, eighty million. That's more than sixty. I'm just saying, bro. Okay, it's a that's lot a, less than one fifty. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, how much of that was Harrison Ford? All I'm saying is, man, <laughs> all I'm saying is... Yeah, probably $50 million. <laughs> Dude, that guy still demands a fucking paycheck, bro. And he gets it. Uh, well, oh, I know, dude. Come he's, on. he's bankable. Yeah, he's worth it. He puts those asses in the seats dude, for he, certain things. Yeah, he's, he's badass, man. That, that, I want to I grow up to be that dude, man. That, uh, that'd be awesome. All right, let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about Joy. Who the fuck said that? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, is can, it I can't remember. Is someone we know here? Because no, go beat no, him no. Up. I've, okay, I've actually read some reviews um, from actual critics that that said that you know, even though they liked it, it could have been cut out to make make the movie a little bit streamlined. Right. Because oh. the runtime of this film, it is over two and a half hours. I thought it it flowed really well. well I didn't I didn't yeah. get anxious. 
Yeah, same here, man. Yeah, I, I was in it, man. I actually did not want it to end. I really was in it too. And like, look, I'm gonna be honest with you here. All right, like, I just went through a breakup, so I don't know if that's why I'm re- like, like <laughs> fucking relating to the Joy character. Going, I love this shit, right? Like, yeah. But like, it just made it so intimate, dude. Like, it made it so so much better to like experience what what, right. what this replicant's going through. By having this like tie into that technology, because then he he himself is technology, and he's a little bit more superior to this other like you know visual hologram technology. But right. th- there is uh, there is like and he puts his hands through her right, and, and like you can see like the, the energy. Yeah, you can see the love, but you can also see like physically the energy. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Transfer into him and out of him, like. I thought it brought so much more to it because then when he starts believing that he is the like you know natural born one or whatever it is, it kind of almost gives him like a reason to want to break her out of her box that she was in because he's now breaking out of his own right. box. Oh yeah, totally. I thought it was very moving. totally the Pinocchio story, right? I want to be a, a real girl. Yeah, yeah exactly. I thought yeah. it was very moving because they they allow you to to. Um, learn her character and like learn to love her and see see their relationship and everything and then uh, later on in the film they cut to a billboard of that model and it's Dude, that's her. heartbreaking yeah and i'm just like oh my god there's so many versions of her out there and it's it's not it's not unique to him even though we thought that the relationship was unique by that point but when you see that billboard yeah. it just like it just brings it home you're like oh man that's just really fucked. exactly and that's when and he did they when, even that's have when love? he found out it's not he's, yeah he's and that's when he found out he's not unique you right know? Yeah, yeah um so dude, there is no that relationship juxtaposes itself really well, man. And you I, know, dude, I, I I thought that was a that was heartbreaking. Yeah, it man. really was. Dude, it's just I know, like, man. It's like, oh wow. It's like, oh, did she even love me? I actually, you know? yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah. I actually it's teared this up. fucking computer yeah. program to do that. Like, yeah. fuck, man. I I almost fucking teared up on that. Also, yeah, by the way, she was a fantastic audience surrogate. Like, she was fucking great. She like shepherded us through like his shows home how to life. Feel about different yeah, situations yeah. And exactly. All that. Then you know, with with the whole genes, you know, she's like, oh, there's four sequence. I'm only made out of ones and zeros, you know, and like, and then him, her bringing in, like, calling in the prostitute, which is you know Mackenzie Davis' character. Oh, that was a cool ass fucking Dude, scene. That was a badass scene. She had to like merge with her so they can like. And it was feel slightly off at times. It yeah, was so fucking, fucking neat. fantastic. It was a man. weird like, digital threesome. How the fuck did they do that, <laughs> bro? I don't know. I can't wait until like imagine need, the camera you know, angles. You know, we need, we need to do like a mini podcast handheld. to this once the Blu-ray comes out. We need to do a mini podcast on the making of this. Oh, that I'd would be badass. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't wait because like yeah. right now you look up information, it's try all, to see how they do it. Yeah, it's, it's all bullshit right now. I don't trust any of it until I see like the behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. Because so. I, oh, I I got really obsessed with how they did Rachel because Sean yeah. Young's character makes a, an appearance just like she does. Oh my fucking god, dude! Just like, how she looks in the first Blade Runner. Uh, yeah. That's uh, there's so much in this film. I think this is gonna be like a four hour podcast. Like, I mean, there's so much we need to touch on. It it just it put it put Peter Cushion in Rogue One to fucking shit. It really it did. Look yeah, like man. dog shit in retrospect, dude. Every uh, fucking princess Leia the eyes, like the eyes were dog d- shit. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what we said when we first got out of the theater, and he's like, dude, you know that that looks like is that her? Is that? I was like. He's like, you know, I was having arguments with people about that. I was like, I can't fucking tell you. It just I didn't looked know, like Sean Young to me. It did. And I didn't know sh- if it was a model or if it was CGI. I had to look it up. Well, look, I know the shot. What was it? It's 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 a model with, with CGI. CGI enhancements. And it looks badass. And they've and Denny is like on record. He's got an interview where it's, it said like he was just getting them to go back and do it again and again for months. Wow. It's like one of the longest like effect shots they well, had they to, fucking to work nailed on. It. It. Yeah. 
it, it's seamless. It's fucking badass. And it's, and like look, that's that's for I the bitch about that shit a lot. That's for the shot where okay, so like Harrison Ford later on in the film gets caught. Basically, Wallace. What that's why Wallace wants him. He wants to find yeah. out how the kit came to be, so he can replicate that and make it into a business model. Right. All right. So basically, when Ryan Gosling goes to find you know uh, uh, Harrison Ford's character, when like Kay goes to find Deckard in in Vegas, and we're gonna have to get back to that because that's the most beautiful sequence in the yeah, whole yeah, film. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, yeah, and so like basically Wallace is trying to entice um, Deckard into giving up everything and where the actual child is by manipulating his memory. And he's like, do you remember Rachel? And then when he said that the first time, it cut and it was actually from the actual first film. Yes, it was. And it held up so fucking well. I thought that same thing. I was like, wow, it actually looks really good. And then he brought out his like fucking shit. model that he like fucking kills basically later right. uh, in front of him. And like, but yeah, it brings out the, the Rachel model and like, holy shit, man, that's the sequence we're talking about right now. Yeah. My fucking God, I could not tell the difference, but all I, I mean, you know, we said Just this in the first podcast. The silhouette and all that. It's Dude, perfect. it is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. She was coming out like from like the wood panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. like the waters around it. Yes. That was just fucking incredible. Oh, man. yeah. Did you see the actually motivated, that weird fucking the water the texture, water, yeah, the yeah, water yeah. ripple yeah. textures they do? Yeah. Like in the first Blade Runner, no motivation for that at all. This movie, they put a motivation for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at least in that one scene because well, they do it, it all no, over it, Wallace's. It, no, it's, it's pretty much in every, every interior of all the Wallace stuff. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the moving all, lights. And yeah, all that. it's, it's so moving crazy. lights. So it's it's almost like uh, they just have like basically big glass ceilings for for a ceiling, you know, and and it just has different lights that come in and out of it's, it. It's kind of like the lights follow you as you go through yeah. the place. Like that's so such a strange thing. It's kind of like this is like this light wall that moves yeah. with you as you move through the can the, you imagine actually lighting that in real life how the what fuck did they do that <laughs> dude, a shit ton of trusses and a lot of fucking money man i mean dude like, that's, like, that's practical r- shit ridiculous yeah man yeah, i know and good. then you hire roger deacons and he, just finds, <laughs> he figures out how to do it <laughs> like, i've got this great fucking idea <laughs> yeah it's fu- it's fucking fantastic. Well, I think I think the uh, the Wallace Chamber. I was reading that they they came up with that. At, like that was very last minute, like during production. Wow. Like Denny Valu was like, oh wait, hold up, I got this idea for a set. Um, Wallace says, I want to do this, and with the fish and the koi pond around the and the weird little drone things that fucking fly around and like the, oh the, the, like the way his eyes the way something? he sees like yeah. Yeah. like very intrusive like like just right in your face like. I love it when that one when when he goes and he cut he cuts the stomach of the one replicant yeah and love his bodyguard is like she's tearing up and there's that one little black video camera like just sticking in her face yeah she's crying I'm like what does he really just want to see her cry yeah no he he's very sadistic he he, he loves that yeah he, he, he he's he's enjoying the audience of what he's doing right yeah. there that's that's it, it's going he's going on a power trip and, and he knows he's one she's one of the few that will get it because she's a special replicant like right. he designed her specific like he gave her a name even Ryan Gosling says that to her when she like so like when Ryan Gosling goes in and and investigates he needed to pull up an old like you know Rachel's right. um What's it called? The uh, like ID number? Well, whatever the fuck it. The serial Her number. serial number. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's when she like comes up, and meets him, and you know she's like, you know, he, replicants apparently can tell each other now, and they they have a line right now in the in the film. They're like, you know, it's easier to tell who's a replicant and who's not nowadays. Right. You know, yeah, like between each other, and so yeah, she's like. Tells him her name. I can't remember her name in the film, like Louv or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I think it's love. Love. Yeah, or like love and joy. Yeah, love and joy. Yeah. Oh, which one's better? 
Do you want love in your life or do you want some joy, brother? Man, I don't know. Joy, joy and love. How about can can we not have both? Yeah, but I was thinking that. Yeah. Oh, damn, I want both. <laughs> I know. They're both fucking fantastic. I need to kiss one and then send the other one on a sadistic killing rampage. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. And what? I'll tell you what, man. She was badass in that. Man, but, she's uh, vicious, dude. She she actually my favorite like, thing in the movie made dude. me jump a couple of times. Yeah, my favorite performance. She knocks it the fuck out of the park. I'd never seen this actress before in my yeah. entire life and knocked it out of the park. Same Loved here. It. Yeah, yeah. Thought she was the best thing in the entire movie. I, I agree. I think her and Dave Bautista are like my favorite too. And then Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, and then Joy. Yeah, she almost made me love uh, Jared Leto in his scenes. I, you know, oh, I wow. fucking hate that guy, man. I can't watch his shit anymore. Like after Suicide <laughs> Squad, he just—I was a big fan of his. I skipped that and, and then, dude. Well, okay, Suicide Squad lucky was you, horrible. Jared. Yeah, lucky you, man. Don't watch it. <laughs> but then, like, just all the interviews of how he was trying to method act in that. You're like, dude, come on, man. You're 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 like a decent actor. He went all blonde for this one, dude. Yeah, but if you see, if you, th- uh. if you think about it, everybody made such a big fucking deal about Heath Ledger and all that. So he's like. Fuck, I've got to do something crazy. No, but that's why it fucking didn't work, man. It's like he didn't do him. And right. I'm sure if I look at this performance five, six years from now when I'm not as pissed off at him anymore, I'd be like, yeah, he was badass. But right now, no, he's, I th- I think he's, he's, he's my I, least favorite. I thought favorite. he was very, I thought he was pretty solid. Yeah, it, th- it didn't bug me in it at all. I thought he was okay. Yeah, yeah you know, I, yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything that bothered me. Right. But just compared to what everybody else was doing around him, I liked what they were doing better. Well, you know, you know I mean? I, and, I, and I'm happy they kept his parts short. Not saying that he's yeah. he was. I guess he wasn't terrible. No but. one really outweighed their welcome. This move. This movie just moves right. The, I think it moves right the fucking long. That's what I think too. Like, I mean, but I heard the criticism as it is too long. Whatever. It's like, well, you know, I get it. Yeah, there's a three minute fucking driving scene. Okay, I get it. I get that. It's boring to some people. To me, I love it. Building the character, it's the character in the atmosphere, it's setting the tone. No, yeah, it's no, exactly look, what's no, 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 no. I, I, I disagree. Uh, building up character and setting the tone is the tea kettle in the first scene. The rest of this is staying true to the, the feel of the first Blade Runner is what I think it is. And if I have one complaint with this film, it, it they try to mimic the pacing of the first Blade Runner maybe a little too much. And it kind of messes them up a little bit at the end. Because once Ryan Gosling's character goes to uh, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. the movie goes into act, fucking yeah. hyperdrive after that. And just, it does. It wraps up so quick. And all of that slow stillness. And I understand it's story-driven. When you're watching it the first time, it's just like, holy shit, this movie's over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. What the fuck happened? I mean, I, you go I, back and watch it again. I mean, that's I can, the climax of the movie. You I want can that to see happen. your point. I can see your point in that. But again, you know, that's what makes it Blade Runner. I mean, like, literally, it is like a But formula. no, even Blade Runner, like, man, that end is slow, dude. Like, Harrison Ford is uh, they, just they running. Drag it from, out. Yeah, he's just running from his life. Oh, and so at the, room. at the end of Blade Runner, uh, they have, you have the rain, the tears in the mm-hmm. rain, and all that. At the yeah. end of this one, it's snowing. So, and, you know, basically they, they they do a nice allusion to that same thing. Same music. Same, you notice yeah. the same fucking yeah. goddamn music I there know, too. Man. Yeah, I, that I gave that gave me such out. a hard on, man. Oh, hey, wait, 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 wait. Back to Joy, man. We're talking about heartbreaks. Uh, when he finally got her, like that mobile unit that he keeps in his hand. I mean, in, in his pocket now. Oh, right? the, uh, oh the the little yeah. thumb drive thing. Yeah, that, yeah. and so and so and then he transferred her over to that. She, she's like, take me somewhere. He's like, where do you want to go? And he takes her up to a rooftop, and there's like these gorgeous neon signs are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it starts raining, and this fuck, like, it's so cool, right? Because like she's transparent, and like the little rain hits her body, and it goes through her, and she's like looking at it, she's observing. Oh, all she's that so stuff. like enamored about yeah. it, yeah. And he's looking at her, and he's like falling in love with like she's like free. And like you know, like this free spirited digital thing coming towards me. Then he fucking gets a call, and she's get she frozen. Gets frozen. Yes, 
and frozen his in a face, kiss. He's got paws, dude. His face, bro. His face, Incoming like call. he was just so fucking sad. I felt for that dude at that point. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Well, they do these good moments where, like, yeah. you get you get a real. You understand that, like, she's not one hundred percent real. Like, even when he touches her, you can clearly see like his hand yeah. is like an inch or two, like actually away from the hologram, right? You know, because he's like, oh, "I don't, I don't want to touch her because then my hand will go through you and maybe destroy the illusion for myself." Or you know what I mean, right? I don't know. So did you guys, fucking, so well done. Did you guys check uh, catch the uh, Shawshank uh, homage in that scene as well? What do you mean? There's oh, a, I did. Yeah. You know, the famous uh, Tim Robbins escapes from Shawshank pr- uh, prison, and there's the crane up as he's like, oh, oh the, the, the above shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah where yeah, he's the, like, the get out in the rain. Yeah, they do, a, they, they do the same. They don't do a crane up on it, but there's the same, like, high angle uh, looking down on her. And a Dufresne crawled through river shit and came out <laughs> clean on the other side. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, Deacon shot that, so, you know. Yeah. Hey, he's hey, like, hey, I got to homage myself. I'm so awesome. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, I got I to gotta pull some fucking tools out of my box. But yeah, I'm so fucking sad about that scene too, because it's like it was just fucking heartbreaking, dude. They're just like, building that character, showing him just a sad, just sad, sad character, man. Yeah, she. This is why she's fucking great for this too, because she's the one that's like, no, you're special. She's the one that puts the idea in his head. Yeah. No, you're special, yes, and no, your name there. should be Joe, not K. You are not K. You should be Joe. But she wants to name every guy Joe. According to that billboard ad, later. of course I know, but fuck. that's that's why it makes it even oh, more of fuck. a heartbreak later, bro. <laughs> you know, oh, it's just like God. damn it. And again, I may be just a little more emotional than usual people like right now. That's why I'm like reading. Nah, into man, a you're dead more, on because like, that that I'm telling you, all three of us that scene hit us. Yeah, yeah so, dude. Yeah. I bought, dude, it's layered, man. It's yeah. layered. Like even in that, uh, like they're they're digital threesome, and like you know, it's like oh, it's it's real, but it's not real. The replicant uh, prostitute is is really kind of a bitch to the hologram just because she's a hologram. Yep. I mean, you know, I get it because you know she's like, well, if all the if all the replicant dudes just want like digital girlfriends, what's gonna happen to us? Like, I get that, you know, replicants <laughs> need some loving too. I don't know. I I, 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 I like the they're bringing some humanity back into them, showing that they are, you know, they're as flawed as the makers. Yeah. Do they not have the 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 lifetime limit? Like the previous? No, it says in the opening crawl that they're yeah. open-ended. Which okay, I, that's right. Okay. I guess that means that they survive until their batteries die or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, they don't really have batteries. They just Whatever. Like genetically, like, will de- like disintegrate, basically. Yeah, they're yeah, it is open-ended. They just kind of leave it there. Which is cool, though. I thought it was cool that they're not focusing on that again. It's not the same gimmick of like, oh, we only have three years to live or whatever right. the fuck it is. It's just like... And um, I don't know. Can, can we talk about yeah. the Mackenzie Davis character, the uh, replicant prostitute? I mean, other than the fact she's like fucking gorgeous, man. Yeah, I know, right? She's like, got oh, she's got a great swagger, man. When she comes out after Ryan Goglin, uh, Ryan Gog- Goglin, Goglin, yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, when she when she's going after him, she looks great. That's an awesome shot too. It's in, in the trailer, looks dude. Really I know good. that her and the two girls like come like when it, like Hiyama Bass character. I don't know what her name is like. Farias or something. Yeah, the old she, nanny. The, the old nanny with the one eye. She comes up to them and she goes, you know, like, hey, yeah, that guy in the green coat. And dude, yeah, that shot is just so iconic, man. The three girls just like like walking up to him. Right. I, I don't know, man. Like, I liked her character too because she she was the one that pulled Ryan Gosling out of the shit later on. She's the one that came and got him from Vegas. I do like everybody's like motivations for why they want to get the kid and everything. Whereas like Jared Leto just wants to make slaves galore. Robots want to be free. Look, we can 
we can use this kid and start a robo revolution. And I guess humans just want to off the kid so we don't have to deal with the war at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I like how it all comes together, but the robot revolution is just kind of thrown in in, in a scene. I know. It, that's, that's what that's, you need it. But yeah. at the same time, I almost kind of wish it was gone. No, I like it, man. It, it I, adds depth to, to the, the characters, and it, it, it shows that there's more to them than just the than just the, their programming. Yeah, there's yeah. A su- there's also just, subplot. Like there's this other world going on outside of Ryan Gosling's world that that they just gave us a hint to that it could come back for something in the future. That'd be amazing. Like a Blade yeah. Runner miniseries. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fucking. Like that. That'd be badass. Yeah, I, I guess I wish like there wasn't just like a whole group of android. I guess it was just I wish the nanny just kind of like relayed the moment that Goslin finds out that he's not know, this man. special child. I think that that just shows it, man. It's just like you get this whole sea of people, and then she's like, "Oh, you thought you were the one. You're like, you're not the only person. Like we've all, we all wish we were. And like yeah. it's like there's a whole fucking room of motherfuckers who're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we wish we were." You know uh-huh. that, that that just sets it like holy shit! I'm just one of the fold, basically. Yeah, that, no, that, I mean, that, that makes it so heavy, man. It's such a heavy scene. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, dude, come it, on, like you should relate to that because, like, all of us as filmmakers, we all thought we we're gonna be Spielberg, you know, and they were all just part of the fold, bro. Like, come on, <laughs> just trying to pay rent, baby. Just trying to pay rent without getting a real job. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, now you sound like my father. <laughs> Go get a real job. Uh, oh. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, damn it. That is, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I do like how it is. Is it's from Kay's perspective, and I do like how you learn all these things. And Valuve does a really good job of of like just the close ups of the horse when he's getting the horse. Oh yeah, and man. the tension he's creating of like is is the horse going to be in the furnace? Yeah. Is it going to be there? I don't know. And then, man, that fucking long ass close up he has when he brings it out, yeah, dude, it lasts forever. They're just letting it but live. But I loved man. it, man. It no. I loved it. Like that, I was, was on the edge of my seat because yes. I was like, my heart was beating. Like, oh fuck, is that him? Is that him? And then you find out, like later on, nope, it wasn't even his memory. It was the actual child memory that was implanted in him. <laughs> which, which she told, she basically told us when he goes and talks to her. She's like, you know, every, every. Uh, I don't. What do they call them? The people who the architect or whatever the people that create. Them. I don't know. The, the memory makers, makers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they always uh, you know do personal things, so it actually you know seems more realistic. But 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 she's like you know she's like but he's like this one feels real. And then and when, like, when when she she's like let me see it and and she started crying because she's like this is, whoever has this memory this is a real memory and it's her like she knew but she yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. tell him obviously. And uh, well, it's good. It's like, why is she crying? Is she crying because she's seen that memory and reliving it yeah. for herself, or is she crying because he thinks he's the one? Yeah. And like, furthermore, which did she plant that in the other replicant's head? So she she didn't plant it. the The way I see, well, no, it, she did. But I mean, like, did she plant it on purpose in terms of like, hey guys, I'm this child, come find me, or was it just like I'm drawing upon past experiences in my work and I just use this memory? Well, I didn't read it that way. The way I read it is there was uh, Wait, which one? Uh, Harrison Ford character, um, sorry, Deckard, when they found out that the, the, the baby's coming, they forged documents. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Dave Bautista's character was, like, the um, like the caretaker and all that stuff. So the way I read it is that they waited long enough till the girl basically had memories, and they took some of that stuff and implanted it in a replicant boy and then hid the girl. Well, the no, boy. they just didn't. No, they didn't do it in just a boy. Like 
a bunch of them have this memory because the girl that McKinsey, she picks up the horse and she oh fuck, she knows yeah. that what that horse is because she picks it up and she says something like oh I didn't think it was gonna weigh this much or it's actual wood or she yeah, says yeah, some yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, line yeah yeah, yeah that's wow. so true yeah that you know you know what that that totally escaped my head until you just brought it up right now it makes sense it ties in well yes I yeah so I'm saying. like like did she do that on purpose and she knew she was this child or she did she do it on accident just because it's a memory that she has because you're not supposed to they have like a line in there where you're like you can't use real memories yeah. it's against the law or something. Wow. Which I don't know why. Dude, that's a mindfuck now. I can't think more about that. Like, that's a mindfuck. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it, it also goes into, like, you know, if you believe Deckard's a replicant or not. Like, if he's human or if he's a replicant, like, what does that mean for the child? Does that change anything? Does Is that going to change what Wallace wants? Because Wallace wants replicant on replicant, you know? If yeah, this, so he can control him. Yeah, so what we're talking about is, is are replicants breeding or can replicants not only breed, but can they crossbreed with humans? And if so, like, what is that? Well, then everyone's playing God at that point. That's like God, you know. I don't know. I mean, if you're I'm not atheist, you know, you, you have a religion, you think, like, God created us, right? And then now we created these replicants. Right. Uh, dude, it is a mind fuck of a question, dude. That's like a f- very philosophical. Again, it's a smart fucking sci-fi, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a f- like a philosophical discussion of a sci-fi. It's not just like, you know. Yeah, every- everything's layered. Every yeah. scene has like some huge social commentary on it. And actually looking back on it, at the beginning of the podcast, I said I thought that the story was fairly simple. But looking at it, it's very like... It's constructed really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they You're they right. really really thought about it, but 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 it's 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 easy to digest, and it, they they do lead you very well. You're just like, <gasps> you know, like they I'm, every single beat I was on it. You know, they they it's 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 high art. Yeah, but that, that's what makes a good director, yeah. though, right? Yeah, they it's someone nail that can it. like take all these nuances and layers and like put them together that way and like make it actually really intriguing. Right. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I get the runtime is a little long for some people because and, because of the silence. In the film, just, not because they're you know. I like that we're getting back to pace and and like you know actually storytelling instead of this MTV generation of cut 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 cut. Yeah, cut. yeah. Let's 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 let it live a little bit. And I'm with you. And I'm a, I'm a fucking MTV generation myself, but like not every film has to be that way, you know. Agreed. Oh no, man, dude, like this, Denny Valu knows how to let scenes breathe and yeah. just draw that tension out, brother. You look at Sicario, fucking Arrival. Uh, oh man, he knows how to he knows how to draw out that tension on just like stupid stuff like walking onto a spaceship you've never seen before. There's no aliens that are gonna eat you. But man, that shit's tense. Yeah. I know, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's a master, man. That guy came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, like, yeah. like complete. He's doing Dune next. What the fuck? Are they redoing Dune? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's supposedly, awesome. yeah. yeah. I mean, dude. So this guy had Arrival and this film this year. How did he have time to do both? Oh, Arrival came out last year, but yeah. Oh, right, I mean, well, you know, they're not. They're not that far apart, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, because Arrival came. Like, I have my ticket stuff that when you and I went and saw it, it was like January sixteenth yeah. this year. Well, yeah, yeah, but it came out like a uh, sometime like around Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah so of last year. So he was definitely doing them both at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, there's no pre- freaking way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just that's fucking insane to to keep your mind wrapped around all that stuff. Uh, I I do say though, I, I like Arrival better than either one of the Blade Runner movies. I'll go ahead and throw that out there too. I love Arrival. Uh, it's up in bar. Like I, I don't, you know, I can't, I can't say I love it more. It's two different things for me. But Dude, I love them both. Equally. Arrival's second favorite sci-fi film all time. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, second I love to it. what? Two thousand one will always be number one. There you go. Yeah. Well, I just saw Arrival a couple weeks ago for the first time, and I, I, I loved it. But I need to watch it again because I, my first yes, pass, I, I try to like you know experience the film, and then my second pass, I'll give it the, the you know the. 
filmmaking. Zero sum game, bro. Zero sum game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the movie's so good. I know. Anyways, back back to this film. So I guess we should talk about Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Harrison Ford's in this? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, I love how I love how they they're really pushing that he got punched. You you see that that like that that campaign the week before the film came out? Oh, where he punched Ryan Gosling yeah, oh, in the yeah, face. Like, oh, 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 you know. By the way, Harrison Ford really punched him, so you need to go look for this scene. You know, they they really push that. That still is pretty funny because Harrison Ford does have got a great look. Oh shit! He's got a oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> look on his face in the steel that they pulled. He's like, I'm fucking seventy, and I whoop this dude's ass. My hand hurts. <laughs> Somebody yeah, give me some ice. I'm still a badass. I keep telling you, man, like, no one believes me when I say this, man, uh, but Harrison Ford is like the second coming of Jesus. Guy was a carpenter till he was 30. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking Han Solo. He's like a janitor he or fucking res- doing- got resurrected yeah. on the third one, right? <laughs> you know? And he was fucking Indiana Jones, all, all running all around in the Middle East. You know, and and he's fucking Blade Runner, and I mean, come on, dude, this guy is like badass, like right. he's the ultimate badass. He's, he's like Harrison fucking Ford Jay, he's Jesus. also Jack Ryan, dude. Like, dude, let's even think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, See? don't you bark at me like some jaw dog? How dare you, sir? <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I think I don't care. <laughs> I know. Oh, you see, so like, there's movies. so many. Like every film he's he's in, you can remember at least one thing out oh, of. Dude, totally. Yeah. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so the second coming of Jesus is living in Vegas. Let's please talk about how funny that is. They do call out uh, the dog when he's when he has the dog. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Gosling goes, "Is he real or is it is it fake?" Yeah. And he goes, and "I don't like, know." You ask him. him. <laughs> Boom! There you go. That's everything right there that we're gonna say. Harrison Ford's a replicant or not, and it's an in joke. Boom! We're done. Yeah. Uh, I love that. That actually got a good chuckle out of me, dude. Me too, man. Uh, uh, yeah, a couple of people actually got that joke. I was surprised, dude. You know what? Here's 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 what was awesome. Um, the the only time I started laughing was when Harrison Ford came in. Like he he brought in like some some like really much needed like good humor, well delivered humor into the film. Well, so. you you were so looking forward to seeing him as well, so he kind of yeah. like lit up the screen. And you're like, oh wow, you know, it's finally, oh yeah, we're finally seeing, you know, getting some payoff on what we've yeah. been waiting on because it was like deep into the film as well. It, they, they, so so it's it, yeah, so it's the beginning of the third. It's the beginning of the third act. Well, actually, so it's end of second act, right. almost into the third act, and it is the most beautifully shot part of the film. Yeah. Um. Because, like, before that, we were in all these blues, and then, like, there was always almost, like, no music, no sound, and then it goes, boom! And it's just, like, this fucking extreme, basically, like, why it's not wide shot, but it's a wide, uh, like, how can I explain? Uh, how can I explain it? So it's a wide uh, frame, and and basically, it's just all this yellow and dust, and then you see, like, Ryan Gosling's feet no, come into so the shot. beautiful. Dude, it is fucking gorgeous, and I love the fact that they like, okay, we're with Harrison Ford now. We're gonna give it a different treatment, right? And um, it was just, dude, it was fantastic. And it's like you hear the bees, so it's like you know, it's just all these dolly shots. Do like, you think it's all green screen? I was looking at those shots. I was like, no, the they fuck built did all they that shit, this? man. Fucking plastered that shit. Yeah, man, they, they so have crazy. pictures of that set, dude. Yeah, man, isn't that nuts? That's they ridiculous. Built all that shit. And he's like, and then you hear the bees, and you're like, wait, wait, fucking bees. What the fuck are they eating? How are those bees alive? Like, there's no fucking trees. Everything is dead. We talked about a dead tree earlier in the film. What the fuck happened? Like, but there was some. Tr- and then Gosling puts his hand in there, man, and that was amazing to me because, like, you know, life tried and see this other form of life. He's never seen a bee before, right? Right. There's no 
bugs. Like even earlier in the farm with Dave Batista's character, like when he saw the protein bugs, I mean, he's like, "What are those? It's yeah. all different." Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was intriguing. But then, how funny is it that um, Deckard's character? Decides to go and hiding and retire in Vegas where you can drink all the fucking whiskey and be alone. It's fucking Hell fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get the black label, brother. Yeah. The good, the good whiskey in Vegas. The crazy futuristic uh, black label uh, Johnny Walker Black <laughs> bottle. Yeah, yeah. You know that's badass. I, I I really loved the like the little holograms they had in Vegas with like Frank Sinatra and oh that and was Vegas, so freaking cool. Uh, Marilyn Monroe and like uh, Elvis Presley. Lots of Sony product placement. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a Sony film. Yeah, so yeah. there's yeah. money. <laughs> you got to have some of that. But, dude, that little nightclub act where the sounds going in and out, and Elvis is like songs coming in. And oh, out it's so the fight scene. crazy, like just skipping and all that, and, yeah, yeah. and going back between like can can dancers and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's it so fantastic. Awesome. Oh yeah, I thought that was nerve wracking, dude. Yeah, just, yeah, very nerve wracking. You, you know what oh. that scene reminded me of? The ending of Heat between Al Pacino and Robert De Niro while they're like by that. Um, okay, I like, can see that. Yeah, you know, like it's it's. I don't know. It reminded me of that because, like, they, there was some gun exchange between Harrison Ford and, and Ryan Gosling, and there was like the punches, all the fucking fun- man. He battered the shit out of his face. <laughs> it was fucking actually like funny to see. What he's you like? Know, I'm gonna beat you up, you good-looking younger actor. <laughs> Dude, come on, Ryan Gosling should be beat up for that. Damn handsome ass, cool motherfucker. <laughs> I know, right? It's like Brad Pitt. Like fuck those dudes. Yeah, You're too cool, man. You can't be that awesome. And fucking Eat a handsome. few fists to the face. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like Edward Norton in Fight Club. I mean, you make me want to destroy something beautiful, bro. Come on, damn handsome sons of bitches. Okay, that that nightclub scene, the the Vegas with Elvis Presley coming in. That's that scene. The lighting there was the only time in the movie that I realized the lighting was really different from the first movie. You know how the first movie has those hard mm-hmm. shafts of light, you know, yeah. that are just penetrating through the darkness. Yeah. This film is very like soft and diffused and very smoky, but like this I don't know, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. feel like the first movie. There's a couple shots where they have like Ryan Gosling where he's like walking down in LA mm-hmm. that looks kind of similar, but even then it you know what I mean? The the lighting is a little diffused. It's like I was saying earlier that they, they kind of took the look and the feel and smoothed it out. They kind of modernized it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, they, it's they also, rained it in. It's know? a little bit in the future, so you know, I mean, you know, it could be like there is more pollution or there's less pollution, whatever it is. Like right. there could be atmospheric reasons of why, you know, like there's not as much smog or there's more smog or whatever it is. That's why it's not as hard as before. Um, and that's like probably their artistic reasoning of why that like it's different than the first one where it's like hard shadows and hard cuts. And also when it is very hard like that, it's very much like a black and white characters for me. Right. You know, like it's not as ambiguous, but when it's diffused, I feel like there's all this confusion going on in the character's head and stuff like that. Like when I direct stuff and I want my character to look like it's confused, I usually haze the shit out of the set. I just do that because I don't want I don't want anything to be as clear. Like I don't even want like the the freaking like, you know, baseboard behind that person to look (laughs) like it's clear. You know, I just want everything to be hazed out. But that's me as a director. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not this dude. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 did, I did think it was I don't know I just I did think it was weird they kind of went away from I, it is Jared you're right it's very like modern film noir kind of aesthetic but yeah yeah I, I this that scene particularly this, it, when I was watching the movie even the first time I was like oh yeah this doesn't really look like the first Blade Runner but not, I mean, not that I mind it because they open up the world you go to different right, locations yeah. you're seeing different things I liked that 
I guess, yeah, that's what makes this movie, I guess, feel bigger than the first one. It's outside of L.A. No, yeah, I agree. It's it's a it is a bigger universe. Yeah, they like really go. Yeah, out. and then they go to Vegas, and then you know where where the kids were. It's like a little island or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, no, that's San Diego. San Diego, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah the trash the can, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they have their little sweatshop. Oh, pull those electronics apart, kids, dude. How about that one scene though? Like when he does go there, and like his his fucking like car lands, and um the like little drone of it comes out. And then all these people start like shooting it down, like shooting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that was kind of cool, man. Seeing the fucking like Predator drone, the Wallace Corporation like fucking drone up in the the sky, like just. Oh fucking... yeah. And the girl is like getting her nails done. Love is getting her nails done like by laser, and right. she's like two hundred degrees to the right, fire. Oh yeah, yeah, just Shoot. so nonchalant. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck, that is so like creepy, awesome. I mean, I I, I really love love, dude. Like. You know, she, she was fantastic. She is great. She's my favorite thing in the movie, dude. Like, every scene she has, I don't know. And I'm so She's just glad, such a great bad villain. And I'm so glad they made her a woman, because if you put a guy in there, no one's going to match up to fucking, like, Dave Batista at the very beginning. Yeah, that's very true. You that's know what I'm saying? True. And so, like, just the fact that they made her a female, and they made her a badass and more capable than all the other... She seemed like, more vicious. Like, yes! It just came out as, like, really hardcore and vicious, like... And this bitch is ruthless. Yeah. And she can fucking cry. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which is insane. Like, yeah. Even this first scene when she's meeting Ryan Gosling, like, it, I do like how she plays mind games with him, though. Yeah. It's a physical threat, but she's also, you also feel like she's smarter than him because, like, uh, there's a point where like, she they're is watch- smarter than him. They're watching, like, Deckard's uh, videos. Yeah. Uh, you know, where he's interviewing Rachel. Yeah. Oh, you're hearing the audio of all that? That was cool. Yeah, shit. and then Ryan Gosling's like, oh, yeah, they like each other because Rachel's trying to provoke him. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's it's invigorating to be asked personal questions. So do you like being a police officer, Kay? And he's like, <laughs> bitch, I'm not taking that bait. I'm out. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, look at her, man. It's like, oh, you are Johnny on the spot. I like that. You're just you're attacking him now, and he's not even yeah. the bad guy. You it, just it, look down on him like a second-class citizen. He is a – to her, he is a second-class exactly. citizen. Yeah. Um, yeah, she like she, is, she is one of those people that would be like, you know, upper echelon people like that would never be like rude to a, a waiter. Like they won't be like, fuck you, you're, your job, you're doing a horrible job. <laughs> right. You know, th- th- like the waiter would come up and they're like, do you need anything else? And they would there would be the kind of person that would go like, you know, help is really hard to come around nowadays kind of person. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? She does so like feel like that person, you know, and her nails are getting fucking lasered on by like an esthetician. <laughs> come on, bro. Like it's. You know, she's high class. She's a high class replicant that yeah. can kick some ass. Oh yeah, dude, dude, totally. Uh, especially the the seawall fight at the end. Oh man, holy fuck! All right, dude, that's brutal. I, I, dude, I did I, not expect that. I do that. have a question. So, is LA like in danger of being sunk in? So they just built yeah. an entire wall around it to keep the sea. That at was bay? my question. Where, where is all the water coming from? And like, why? What? What? What was the setting of that? Like, yeah. where, where was? I that? think they built the city all the way up to the coastline. And if you have a giant building there, like the beach is no longer existent, so you have to build a wall to keep the and, water out from flooding your streets. And where, oh, were, where were they headed? Like, uh, like uh, for some reason, I'm kind of hazy on that. Oh, uh, they were. I don't know where they were headed. They were, they, she's, they keep saying they're going to take them off world. So I think it was like, like a transport planet. shuttle. Yeah, you know, right. I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk is traveling <laughs> <laughs> up in the future. Um, I don't know. He got sponsored by Amazon finally. All right. <laughs> Dude, by the way, that we're talking since we're talking about that, so those those seas were rough as fuck. Yeah. Um. You know, let's you know, f- fucking love kills joy for him. 
right? So love like uh, fucks her. I'm glad you enjoy our product, crunch. Yeah. And she crunches it. Yeah. Uh, what a bitch. But dude, yeah, that that the the high water sea scene, um, man, that was I actually I caught myself like not breathing for a second because like I was really immersed in like yeah. when they were all fucking basically drowning. I literally caught myself like not and, breathing. And the look on it's just the, the the anger and determination on her face as she's like under the water and she's just like she's, it's just so she's so fucking vicious. And dude, and, <laughs> and I love that they focused more on her on that scene than they did yeah. on, on Ryan Gosling's character. Like it was about her. Yeah, it was about her struggle, not his. You know, he he was just a he was just like an afterthought of like okay, I'm gonna end up killing her and we'll survive kind of thing. But, I, you know. I did think that Harrison Ford was a little too calm. Yep. during that scene, like he sees up there chained to the chair, and then and, and like you know Ryan Gosling and um, and Love are fighting back and forth, and it just seemed like he was just too calm until 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 he got underwater. It, yeah, yeah, and, and you know I was like okay, maybe it's his training or maybe it's just he's old as an actor in real life, right? Uh, but that was actually really my only pet peeve in the whole film move of that part where he's just like, dude, you're fuck, you're you're fucking drowning, you're fucking you drowning, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah, I would yeah. be freaking out. But you know, that's just me. I'm not the second coming of Jesus. So <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's so fast. I don't, I don't even, I didn't really even, you know, thinking Go about back and it watch now. It. He, he doesn't really yeah. start reacting until he yeah. goes underwater, and then he has, then he has his reaction. Yep, you're right. But I'm, dude, I'm just again, I'm watching love. You know, I'm yeah, watching her like slice him up, and then. I'm the best, but I, I just have best. a vivid yeah. image of like how beautiful oh. the shot was with that, like with the as as the car is sinking and then the light of it is the still orange has, light is yeah. so fucking pretty and it's just like golly, this is crazy and about how bright it was inside that vehicle and everything and then on the beach and all that it's just it's man it's a gorgeous fucking film man gorgeous gorgeous film yeah no 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 arguments there at all I mean yeah, dude I I do I think this has got a better story than the first one man I I agree I I can't disagree I mean like. It, I like the taste of it better. Right. Um, What's well, just better than like, just a guy killing some replicants? Yeah, right. but like back to Jared's point, man. You, you know, like if it wasn't for the first one, you won't have this one. You know, so I'm just saying, dude. Look, it's same screenwriter, man. Same screenwriter. I, I get it, but he, it's, it's like he had now material to build on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's really would, hard to to write something. So like you know, you have 30 years to well, create a layered story. But yeah. I would yeah. say my rebuttal to that, sir, would be. That you also have thirty-five years of fan expectation that you have to deliver on, totally. You know, mm-hmm. which true. could be just as hard, if not harder, because Ridley Scott coming out of the gate, nobody's expecting anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's good, it sucks, it's whatever. Nobody knows. Now there's all this expectations. Oh, yeah. Blade Runner, it's a masterpiece. It's a great. I mean, well, dude, hopefully, this is considered hopefully the writer was classic. too old to be on Twitter, anyways. So he just never <laughs> fucking knew about that, anyways. He just wrote it. That's why it's badass. Well, I don't even think he wrote a script. I was reading he wrote it in like a, a novella format yeah. uh, with like some dialogue. Yeah, what? and someone else yeah adapted it. Yeah. yeah, and he was just like, look, this is what I'm giving you is like a hundred and fifty pages or something like that. I was reading, and he was just like, yeah, this is it. Don't fucking bother me again. I'm done. And that that little treatment, or I guess script, novella, whatever they had in that weird form, they got everybody on board. Wow, that's crazy. I'd love to read that. Yeah, right? I'd love to read that original version. Hey, Brian, is your cat uh, real, or is it a uh, replicant? You gotta ask her. Ask her, man. Are you, are you a replicant? What's her name? Her name is Lily. 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 Are you a replicant? Are you real? Eh, she's like, eh. Fuck you. I ain't answering the question. I like to keep it ambiguous. Hey, everyone. Uh, Brian uh, kind of <laughs> dished out some money and bought himself a replicant cat. 
No, it's, dude. It's a new prop coming out for uh, the <laughs> Blade it's, Runner it, 2049. It's fucking church from, fucking like, uh, from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, that church. <laughs> and we're in October, Sometimes so it's very... Sometimes, <laughs> Stay out of the road, that church. All right, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> All right, well, guys, I, th- I think we're at the end here. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to do final closing thoughts here of the film? Man, I think we've talked this one to death. It's gorgeous. Go see it if you haven't. And honestly, if you're listening this far and you haven't seen it, then what the fuck are you doing? But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's totally, I haven't seen it a second time, but I think it's totally worth a second viewing. And uh, uh, if you, one of you guys want to go see with, with me at IMAX somewhere, I'm down. I need to go do that soon. Let's I'll, do it, man. I'm, I'm down. I'll, I'll, do a, I'll do a three-hour ride. I'm, it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it to go watch a movie. We do it anyways. Yeah. So, sounds like a bro, bro, bromance, bro date. Bro date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bro date it, bro. Uh, I'm like I agree with you, and I'll probably agree with whatever Brian's gonna say here next. It is a gorgeous film. Uh, it's worth watching. And uh, I hate to get political, but I mean, it's a good shot at like where we may be in the future. So hopefully, we don't go there. Let's you know, hope not. Like, as a kind of warning. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like like fucking you know, like like let's make let's make sure kind of like we don't kill each other with nukes and shit like that. But anyways, the robots uh, took our job. But you know, they're not even robots, bro. They're replicants. All right, robots are like the replicants took yeah, our job. Yeah, the different jobs. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, gorgeous, you didn't gorgeous want to do those jobs anyways. If if, <laughs> if you're a Damn young if you're jobs. a young filmmaker, this is a film. To really watch over and over to like understand layering and structure and technicalities all in one. And that's what a good director does. That's what a wonderful producer does. That's what a great cast does. Um, I think it's like a different caliber. I really think this film in 10 years is going to be like how we see like 2001 Space Odyssey. I like you using the word film. This is a film. It's not a movie. Yeah, I think there's a difference. You go watch the Avengers. That's a movie. That is a movie. And this is a film. This is a film. Absolutely. Right. This is a total. Wait, October. What? 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 What are these definitions here? Because coming from? what I, what, what I think what I me. think a movie yeah. is is something that, that is a popcorn flick. It's something that you go to have fun with your friends and all that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's a release from shit. But there's something that where you dive into art, high art, and that's where that it becomes film. a film. Yeah. What What happens when you have both? It's like, a film. Uh, then, then it's a Steven Spielberg film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what do, you, what do you do with the Dark Knight? I mean. That's that's a movie film. That's, that's I, I'm still saying that one's a movie, man. Sorry. I, yeah, no, no. I, and a Dark Knight is layered. No, it's, got, it's, got, it's got some no. layering. Dude, that's that's Nolan's best movie, bro. Yeah, I I think I don't think he's ever gonna. What? what I dude, mean, that, no, dude, that's so good. Dunkirk is like my favorite. Now I haven't seen that one yet. I need to see it. Oh, dude, dude. Fuck. don't fu- don't don't go to the fucking Cineplex, Cineplex at fucking Nashville. The, their bulbs will blow out on you in the last minute. What? While you're wa- dude, you didn't hear the podcast we did on Dunkirk? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, one. we were. I, fucking, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, we waiting. recorded it in the car driving back, and we were both pissed. You can hear it in our voices. Yeah. It was like the fucking last minute of the film got cut out. We heard yeah. it, but we didn't see. Oh, it. I would have lost my fucking shit. We did. We got <laughs> the money back. <laughs> wow, but yeah, it was like only the, like the last four or five. Shots I think I need to. Here. I think you need to write an angry letter today, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> we did an angry podcast about it for like two and a half hours driving back, bro. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I, I love the Dark Knight. Like when I was in Chicago, yes, I went to an IMAX, but like I spent a whole day just going around all the and locations, locations that they shot so, the Dark Knight. Yeah, 
I even got like they were doing construction in the uh, in the old post office in Chicago, uh, where it's where they do the bank sequence, the mm-hmm. Joker robs. Oh yeah, I got them to let me in there. I begged this woman. Oh at the no door. shit! Yeah, they let me in. I'm fucking yeah, I was taking some pictures. Did you take pictures? Yeah, you gotta show them to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, dude, that's fucking badass. badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found all that stuff. So yeah, dude, that that's a great movie. But um, all right, Blade Runner 2049, I think it's great. I think it's maybe. In like twenty years, I think this is going to surpass the first one in people's mind because the story is more can, it's better told. All right, the Ridley Scott's is it's man, it's a beautiful movie. It's visually just amazing, and I I do love I do like the story in that film. But there's some moments where like enhance enhance this picture. That scene can be totally cut from the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's it like seven not, minutes of enhance enhance. Yeah, 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 it doesn't need to be in the film. Like this movie. There's not a section where I'm like, you know, that could fucking go. Wait, you just said that. You said that earlier about the lady with the one eye. Right. You hypocrite. We have you caught. No, 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 no. Not, not, <laughs> I don't want that scene gone. I, I was, uh, the, the, well, no, just the, the audience. I would want that scene like more personal with Kay because the movie is Kay's story. Right. Yes. It, through and through. Like, nobody else really matters. Even Deckard here doesn't really matter. Harrison yeah. Ford doesn't really matter. He's just a piece of the puzzle that's coming into play from the last movie in the long term audience appeal. I don't know. I think this is the more enjoyable film of the two. I, 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 since I didn't get the chance to do my, I, I forgot about my rating system. Eight Elkins out of 10. Eight, eight. What? Really? You yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't go nine. You wouldn't push it to nine. Maybe man. Can I get you to push it to let's nine? Let's go maybe? to nine Elkins out of 10. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? There's a new rating system. I don't no, know. Like about. Every, every, every podcast I've been on, which is like six or seven of them so far, like I always give an Elkins rating. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Huh. I got, I got to figure out, you, you need to make a, a list of what, what like, Construes and uh, Elkins rating. <laughs> put it up on the website so we can but have the our, funny thing is I our use, audience I use, give our I own use his name, but it's it's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. It's an Elkins. Well, you know, I, I like zero. to think of myself as like the Oscar in that in that in that situation. Like you know, you, you are bald. I, exactly. So I'm just over here. So am I. Hold, See, I, I, holding I, a sword. I gave Suspiria like four Elkins out of ten, and and they got onto me about that one. But the, this one's totally. I, I, I'll give oh, you. I'll give man, you a nine. Suspiria. Elkins. By the way, that's kind. Coming here to Andy uh, Memphis. Andy Memphis, if, if oh, you're local, right. you come check it out. Uh, yeah, 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 I've already got my tickets for Suspiria. Yeah. We've already seen it, so I got to see the. What the are the dates on the Andy Memphis? It's uh, beginning. Uh, it's like November. Yeah, it's 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 the first Thursday of November, right after Halloween. Until uh, here, I'll tell you in just a second. I've got a short in it, guys. You need to come see it. Hell oh, you yeah. too. What what's what what short film do you have? Playing? I did a, a, a short film called Sarah. I just it's, saw it. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's about a date going wrong. Yeah, you know, it's a real. It's it's a six minute. Uh, it's probably one of the funniest things you'll see this year. It is fucking hilarious. It is a little controversial, but it's fucking funny. Ooh. And Indie Memphis is November first to November sixth. Uh, and by the way, you shot that, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's it is actually very well shot. Uh, you should you should you should watch Sarah. Come to Indie Memphis November first to the sixth, and then it? watch watch our films there. When's uh when's your short playing? They sure haven't announced day. that lineup yeah. yet. It's the oh, they short, haven't. It's, they it's haven't in the short. It. It's in the short. Home, hometown the shorts. Sh- hometown shorts yeah. All right. Okay. So, guys, be on the lookout for that. You can go to uh, was it indiememphis.com. Indiememphis.com. They have the schedule up. Check that out. And dude, they got a bunch of great things today, like Suspiria, um, Bad Lieutenant. Yes. 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 Yeah. Badass. They got the, the director and uh, editor and producer sure are coming. Yeah. Dude. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Are they doing a panel or are they just there for the screening? They're the screening and a panel, and oh, then dude. you know, uh, Rain Rain Wilson is there and. Uh, 
uh, you know, uh, Dwight from The Office. Yeah. Um, so, like, and he's there to premiere his film, uh, which is, like, insane. That's so freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, so, like, you know, like, dude, I mean, we're, we're, like, Filmmaker Magazine top 20 festivals in, in the country. So, like, it's, it's kind of pretty cool. All right. Uh, so, look, so, guys, yeah. you're in Memphis, Tennessee. You want good cinema? Look, come down to Indy Memphis. Get yourself some movie tickets. Watch some films. We'll Hells see you there. Yeah. Oh, guys, I guess it is like uh, it is a month of Halloween, and we are taking yeah. a break here and doing a sci fi pick. Uh, just, I don't know, real quick on the end, have you guys seen any Halloween movies this month? Is there anything you guys want to recommend? Man, I have not, mainly because I can't watch scary films alone, and I don't like taking first dates onto uh, scary films. So, yeah. Oh, man. I haven't have done it. But I'm down if you want to do uh, something, uh, another scary film before Halloween. I'm down to jump in on something. I love horror films. Oh, Me man. Too. All right. Okay. So, well, yeah. wait, what do you recommend, though? Like, if, yeah, what, what have you been have watching, you man? That you, you uh, dude, I got, I, got a, I got a whole bunch I've been. Uh, been watching here, but recently I, I did see Happy Death Day. I would recommend that. That was a lot of fun in the theater. Yeah. And then Cult of Chucky. The really, uh, yeah, the new Chucky film. Man, it's a lot of fun. Really? Yeah, it, dude. It's like uh, Fast Five meets Child's Play is what I saw one reviewer. What the write, fuck? And I was like, what does that mean? And then what I saw the, the movie, fuck? and I was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. It's like an action. It's like an action adventure film. Well, with, no, it's with, like, like horror aspects. With they the throw doll. they throw everything from the franchise in this one movie and somehow make it work, including the the uh, the uh, the other the other doll uh, the the the, fem- the, the bride the girl yes everything. The bride uh, of Chucky is in the new Chucky. Except, well, yes, I can't remember her name right now. Tiffany, oh, Tiffany, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love that woman who plays her. Uh, Jennifer the, Tilly, yeah, Jennifer Tilly. Fucking love her voice yes. too, yeah. man. She's oh, in the movie. Uh, Brad oh, Dorf's daughter, nah, turns in like the first time I've ever seen her on screen, dude. This chick is amazing. All right, you're selling me on it. All right, I'm gonna go watch that. And then we looks just like podca- her dad. We should Sounds... do a podcast about it. I'm down. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys, go we check should, it out. We should do a uh, uh, the. Quattro, whatever. What do you say for five? Oh no, that, dude. There's more than five. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's like the seventh or eighth one. Yeah. We should, we should seventh. We should, we should do. Uh, we should pick like the top three and do do one podcast about those. <laughs> or do a commentary track. You know, I like doing those. Oh, fuck. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I would have to Uber if we were to do that. Uh, <laughs> I would like to get fucked up watching that, those films. Uh, those are great movies. All right. So you guys have been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, and crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. There's an extra E at the end of crew, after that W there, at gmail.com. Wahid, where can people follow you, sir? Uh, com or any social media at wafilms. There you go. Jared, where can they follow you? You can get me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen or on Instagram, where it's where I'm more active, uh, which is at Check the Gate. Check out all my film stuff at WeAreInherent.com and my po- other podcast, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark with Josh McClain, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark.net. You're going to do it with that menacing voice. Don't Be Afraid of the Dark.net. <laughs> <laughs> and like always, guys, we're going to close out the show with a little bit of music uh, from the score of this film. All right. The music was composed by Hans Zimmer. And Benjamin Wallfish, who recently just did the uh, soundtrack to uh, Stephen King's It. So this is their collaboration on the score. It does have a lot of uh, elements from the Vangela score from the uh, original film. But uh, it is its own creature while while doing callbacks. Um, We're going to play the last track from the soundtrack. Uh, I think it's track 23, titled Just Blade Runner. 
Uh, we picked this one because I think it's just got a good like mix of all of the different kinds of scores. It's the end credit uh, piece of music that you hear uh, over the uh, the closing credits. So take a listen to this. Uh, enjoy, and we'll see you back next week. <laughs> 